0: Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Paper Tuesdays with Michael Delicious Dwyer, and Mark Patrick Halpin Hello Mark, it's been a great
1: pleasure to be joined with the presence of Niall Basil Kennedy Basil, great to have you with the show
2: Thanks a million lads, thanks for having me on
1: Basil, thanks. you're a boxer, you're a Gaelic footballer and we're going to, and you're uh, reti- Well, reti- you're probably
2: reti- not a Gaelic footballer now oh, I'm right? retired
1: Gaelic footballer <laughs> How else would you describe yourself?
2: Retired Gaelic oh, really. footballer, probably <laughs>
1: We'll dig deeper into Basil Kennedy later, but I suppose, first of all, it's time for Parish of the Week. And this week, you know, every week we have many contenders for Parish of the Week. And this week I chose Drummond at Lacka in Limerick. And it was because they made this really clever video about the return to mass. They had people Jordan them to get to mass. You had to sit your two metres apart. There was a little clever cartoon in the corner telling you how and there was a voiceover. But they took the video off YouTube. So I was very tempted to remove them from the, their prestigious title of Parish of the Week. But then I discovered that not far from there was where the Castletown Donkey Derby of 1994 took place. So have a little listen to this.
2: Now, what do you think? What do you think your chances, Bill? I don't know. You
0: don't know? No.
2: Have you ridden him before? Have you ridden him before, Bill?
0: Yeah, last year.
2: Last year. Where'd you come last year, Bill? Fort. 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 Bill is your name? Yeah. And your your are good, Bill? Yeah. Now, Billy is happy with his chances. He's the, with the name of the donkey? Bill. Come here. Now, we've got to get the name of the donkey.
0: Percy. Percy.
2: Oh, Percy is the name of the donkey. Now,
0: where's the
2: now we have Keirin Mulqueen, another jockey. Where's Keirin? Is he going?
0: Keirin, come here.
2: Mark might want to clarify that that's not Castle and <laughs> Westwood. <not> no, <laughs> no, we actually get on the
0: back of lives like Paddy Stamp and Nick <laughs> Halpin and race each other. The <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like, it has I think 1.1 million views, and uh, look, it's a long enough video, eight minutes, but it's uh, it probably hasn't got the recognition it deserves, and that's why. For, the, for that area of Drummond and and Castletown you deserve it lads parish of the week have it this week but get that video up on how to how to go to mass properly we want to see that as well but it's good to see that agie Derby is still riding high in the YouTube figure so well done Drummond <laughs> We'll go now to uh, this one also. Another tag we should have given Basil as uh, in his day job as a Garda. Well, Basil, we need your expertise for this one. The Derry Daily reports on the PSNI's appeal to dairy folk to be careful about their pets this weather. Derry City and Strabane say on its Facebook page, two males with southern accents in a white transit van were seen driving about and appeared to be taking an interest in properties with dogs. These males did approach a member of the public on one occasion offering to buy the family dog that's one way to do it isn't it yeah have you ever tried to say I'll give you a, will give, give you a tenor out or
0: <laughs> <is> <laughs> no no I do have two very loud West Highland Terriers at home though yeah. if anyone is looking to find some loose dogs I can <laughs> let them out one evening have you noticed that a rise in pet thefts these
1: days Basil? As,
2: as funny as it sounds there's a massive rise in it unfortunately yeah, yeah it's crazy, like cocker spaniels and stuff. You'd see them on there's one on the Garda page at the minute that has been found and rehomed and stuff like And it's nuts the amount of those that are getting stolen. It's crazy,
1: yeah. I think South Australia and Wexregardi are looking into it as well because there's been a spate of um thefts for in the Ferns Gear area, as many as 10 pets in Gear gone. You wouldn't think there are ten pets in one year, but they're gone anyway. Oh, Cruella so. de Vil must have moved them on a stealing the yeah. donations So watch out, and uh, but it's all from lockdown as well, isn't it? Like the price of these dogs has exploded as well, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, pe- people want pets, I suppose during this time, but mm. the purebred dogs and stuff—the value in them is insane. Like yeah. the amount of money that are paid for dogs. Like we, I have a miniature schnauzer. It's not a very boxing dog, really, <laughs> is it? But and like they were four fifty a pop, like as well. Yeah. You know, so it's. Profitable enough. Like.
1: Yeah, your one is loud as well, isn't it? Let's go yeah. back out. The dog or the our oh. name, which, which, which
2: <laughs> the ball well, loud, yeah. <laughs>
1: Moving swiftly on uh, to the Limerick leader, and uh, this is a story about uh, a, a protest that's ongoing, and it just it's it's a very novel protest when you have. A socially distant one So it involves Jarvie man uh, Sean Kilkenny So he's taking the place Of Forty Coats Television character Forty Coats Who I don't know Have you ever heard of Forty Coats? No Moving on then He's going from Dromolan Castle Near Limerick to the Doll, And on his way Then to the Doll, He's stopping in towns Along the way And he was Along the quays of Limerick When he met one Willie O'Dea we, we will applaud him yes. Because he, yeah, he, he has is. been
2: here For us today And he will bring us Our And we hope the doll won't let us down. That's what we hope.
0: We'll be creating a virtual TV in this thing. And anyone that wants to sit in in the back of the and stay away from everyone.
1: We can have a little interview of anyone on the road to Dublin as we get on up. So there you are, that's Willie O'D meeting with uh, Sean Kilkenny there and the whole idea is to highlight the plight of the people in the tourist industry, the Jarvie men and everyone along the way from Drumolan Castle to the Doll. and I think he arrived at the Doll last Friday, I don't know how he got on, but uh, just a, a really novel way, as it's just typical Willie O'Dea as well to listen to anyone. I'd say if the the mayor of, I don't know, Fairies came up and wanted to hold a protest. Willie O'Dea, have to sit down, have a chat with him, see if he could uh, res- bring a resolution to his concerns. But
0: like, um, what did you make of this, sir? Well, first of all, Willie O'Dea is the mayor of the Fairies. So <laughs> <laughs> he can have a meeting with himself. But uh, it's heavy slogging for them horses, isn't it? To carry your man all the way to Dublin. Like they'll be knackered by the time he's they're actually allowed to go back to work. <laughs> You know, good yeah. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, everyone else got it. They're frontline workers. The frontline workers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally frontline workers. <laughs> right front.
1: We go to the Waterford News and Star, and we, every week on Paper Tuesdays, I think we cover art in some way, shape, or form, don't we, Mark? Yeah, yeah. Well, this week is all different. This is about the ongoing Waterford Walls Festival. Just struck me as a rather novel idea. So, this is an annual festival where businesses give artists free reign and they get to paint a massive wall. It features artists this year from places like Belarus, France, Germany, the UK, Spain, and Cork and Waterford. Last year there was a lovely, uh, really colourful wall designed and it had lovely blah inscribed on it. And also last year, Garrett Joyce designed a mural. Flood will be interested in this. It included a woman holding an octopus. So, what would this represent, Mark? Ah, yes, of course, you got it in one. The walls signified the history of Waterford from
0: the Vikings to the tricolour. So, for more on the festival, you can check out waterfordwalls.ie. Yeah. So, very yeah, good. Uh, I'm sure Basil will back me up on this now that graffiti is only a vandalism if you're bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: In fairness to the yeah. artists though the park, they've done some lovely murals on the walls in the park as well in Goulburn Park. It, no. yeah.
0: yeah, see up near Paddy Blues there's a word written on the wall. Right, it, no, there's a, there's a word written on the wall. Or <laughs> is <laughs> I wouldn't go near that? We distance ourselves <laughs> from that one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, but they've put up some lovely murals in the park. Yeah, yeah And nice
0: art Have you seen the Leisure Centre, the old one in Arclough Yeah, it's very nice now. It's nice. Yeah. it's yeah, a good,
2: it's a good idea. Yeah, and they've done it in Wicklaw as well. The one of, one of the car parks on the seafront to give them a wall as well. It's nice when it's done properly, it's lovely. Yeah, it's such a simple thing
1: as well, you know, that can really brighten an area. Yeah, yeah brighten up more. somewhere, yeah. Yeah, I suppose during lockdown everyone was breaking their houses and everything, but Basil, you were hard at it training. Uh, yeah. you. I loved seeing Instagram posts of you and uh, the the. I say they're the most loved trio of brothers in Gory, the Malays. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's that. I don't know that the two boys are mad. They're great crackler. They're great company as well. Like you yeah. Know. You know, sometimes during the COVID thing, or just to say we maintain social distancing. Yeah, that's fair. About we, it. Brought, we, we brought, um, <laughs> we brought, we uh, brought that. What's the stuff to hand sanitizer, but, sanitizer. <laughs> we had all of that, like so. We maintain. we've done everything above board, we we'd yeah. follow guidelines and stuff. But the two lads, like, I'm of the opinion, Keem Malai is a jewel in the crown. And I think everybody is fairly well publicized how talented he is. But I think Omalai Malai is the next jerk rush He just been a bit unlucky this year, falling by the west side, and he left the panel. I think it's it's a thing and, and, and the same that I, I probably said this to on Camry as well that I believe the boys get back Harlan and get their confidence back with the club I think Corey will go well this year in Harlan, and it, it'll boost them massively because like I think they're unbelievable talents the Malay's are they're special they're good characters to be around now the two lads are brilliant and Gary as well they're, they're a great family
1: Yeah, yeah I've just Forgotten that we were to go to flash flood, and I know if I forgot James flood he'd, he'd let us know wouldn't he He'd probably be knocking on our doors,
0: but people have been forgetting flood in his um, What's it called? Oh Sorry well I mis- done. Again. Well people done. have been forgetting flood in his problem this week. Yeah, it's time for flash flood Don't know may- maybe it's me and I get
2: I'm not everyone's favorite chocolate in the box, but like I am seeing it more and more, and it's become more people have said it to me like, if you have a phone, why don't you fucking answer it, right? If someone rings
0: you, you answer the f***ing phone. You don't just leave them there, and let her ring out, and like, oh yeah, whatever. But then you don't even have the decency. Oh, I'm tied up in a meeting. No, oh, I'm this that, or the other. You just don't ring back. Like it's bad manners. Whatever happened to good manners and and good common decency? It's gone out the window at some people. These are the lads, they're going around like Bertie big bollocks Well let me tell you something. You've only a Mickey as big as a Bucky's Biro. So what you need to do is if someone rings you, you answer the fucking phone. It's common decency, it's common manners, and just fucking answer the phone. It's damn right annoying. Basil,
1: you don't know this man from Adam. No, no. <laughs> I
2: the sad thing about I don't know from Adam and if he walked in here I wouldn't know. But I know of him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know Conor Mack trains him in the morning And, and he, I've heard some Yeah yeah. yeah I, I know of him I think probably, <laughs> He's a character to say the least I yeah. agree with him though That isn't an Do iron he, yeah. thing yeah.
1: Well I have to be I'd probably be one of those That you know Oh I'm doing something else I'll just hang up on you And I'll come back to you in a few hours yeah, Would you know yeah, that yeah, man?
0: No, James this sounds like a you problem Not an everyone right. else problem <laughs> <laughs> no he is right though you know like, even if you're not going to answer the phone you sort of send a text or something you know I'm busy yeah. can't answer now or whatever unless it's flood like you can just ignore him but in general <laughs> you know, dude, that this, just poor, this poor man is
2: getting destroyed <laughs> <laughs>
0: isn't it like ended though you can have a, a, something
1: can be good or bad Like or what is it say in Shakespeare um, nothing is
0: either good nor bad but thinking makes, makes
1: it, so. it yes thank you yes <laughs> good for the citations back husband. <laughs> um like y- you could have a problem, but it's the way James tells it, you know. Bertie Mac Big Yoke and you know, <laughs> like those. That, is that one at McDonald's? <laughs> I thought the bookies pen
2: one was in a reference <laughs> to affairs. Like
1: where where did you get that from? Like you know, it it changes the complexion of it all. Um. So yeah, well, do we agree or do we disagree or what do we think? No, I agree. I
2: agree. I, no, uh, I, I agree with him wholeheartedly yeah. as well. Yeah. Very annoying. Very annoying.
1: (laughs) I suppose, Basil, you've been training probably more than ever, and yet you're coming from. Your last fight wasn't you. Mm. You met injury in that one. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, listen. The injury is. It it is what it is. It hurt me back, but the long and the short of it is, it's a loss on my record. It was last August now, so I'll be over out of ring a year. Come this August, but with COVID and with i broke my hand in march as well so there was a couple of things that prevented me fighting um since but yeah look it's it's a loss it's a loss on the record and the only thing is anyone that knows me a loss will to define me and yeah it's how i come back it make me stronger now so I you know the, uh, losing i if i just started boxing believing that i was the best in the world if i lost it it broke my heart but I'm not even the best In my house I've said it before So <laughs> I Like It's It's something that I I Learned from And call again So It was just It was an unlucky An unlucky Night I suppose Well not a night i, I done my back The week before And I didn't realise How bad I had done the back And I, Yeah But Willow Park life. Is everything
1: to you. Like you mentioned it there Willow Park is
2: Everything Isn't mm, it uh, It is to me But it's not to everybody but <laughs> it, it, there's a lot of people who would have ran if you said you were from Willow Park yeah. when I was growing up but yeah it is I'm very proud of it like we would have probably had an awful name when I was a chap I remember one one year the a local paper printing an article about Willow Park being like Little Tala. Really? so all over the bonfire on May weekend we used to have a bonfire up at the tennis court every May weekend and Harmless stuff, but i sure that was folklore. Th-
1: have you ever seen the video of Jimmy Egan? No, oh, there's a great video uh, of Jimmy Egan telling about the bon- May May bonfire tradition. And all. Yeah, well, like it may not have been folklore, whatever, but like you no, know,
2: no, uh, but there was, there was lots of effort went into that bonfire yeah. that was collecting. Now, obviously, look, people used it to burn rubbish as well, but <laughs> the, envirom- the, the environmentally, alternate. it wasn't sound, I suppose, back yeah. then. But,
1: but isn't it interesting, like Willow Park? I, I, you've i've heard you talk about willow park before and like now you have your own little family and you're able to go for a run around that lovely mm. little Ramsford park trail and like walk home and you know there's something special that you know uh, time moves but the place is still there and the mm. place still means a lot to you
2: uh, it does it's massive and, and my best friends would still be from willow park and yeah so you know, it's i don't know it's important to have a connection to where you come from as well but i don't maybe we, maybe we were we were winters in the street as well like you know we felt hard done by everything because of where we were from and it was i don't know like we we just we probably had little chips on our shoulders maybe but we we always felt that because we, we weren't i wouldn't say we were poor families but we were working class families and yeah. stuff like that and it was a council estate that people sort to look down on us a little bit but like, we, we brought some great sports people out that's us there.
1: And there's no room for chips on your shoulder in boxing? No. 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 Like, uh, you were watching a documentary recently, weren't you? With your father on the oh, brothers. Oh, now it is. The glitch calls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah. yeah.
0: I just had a brief discussion on it. now. But there was one quote you said from that, that boxing was the sport, that... Oh, I can't remember. Do you remember who said this? Thing? It was, uh, boxing will keep you honest. Because if you're eating cake on the weekend, you're going to get knocked out in the yeah. ring. Sure yeah. I think fight
2: are... Vladimir said that I was think it? or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, the fantastic documentary though, Andre. Right. They had talk about tough lives. Now they had a tough life. They moved from army camp to army camp to army camp. Yeah. They lived in a kitchen. I think at one stage that was even. It, it? Yeah, they were uh, raised sort of on the border of Kazakhstan and China,
0: right. a really war torn sort of area. And they basically had to just look after each other. I don't know who the older one is now, but he was Vitaly sort of
2: is the older I and mean, Vladimir is the younger. Yeah.
0: He's sort of basically raised. The brother as well, like yeah you know, they were traveling around. They always end up in fights or whatever. He was sort of designated. His parents designated him to stop him getting hurt. The younger brother. Yeah, but uh, it's a very, very interesting documentary.
1: But even like, like there's such a level of accountability in with your boxing, like you, you hurt your back. Uh, well, obviously you injured your back. You um, you said you broke your hand and you have a calf injury at the moment, and that doesn't mean that you're bed rest. Or, no, no no, <laughs> no, no, no. Still training, planning, yeah. Training.
2: Still training. Just. Look, it's like anything. There's different aspects of it that you can work on through injury as well. Like the back did hamper me, I couldn't do anything. I had four little procedures before Christmas last year and I'd one in February as well, but just small little things to try and get it sorted and um, hopefully we ha- we have it sorted now, I pray to God.
1: Does it take maintenance? Like Yeah, doing stretching? stretching,
2: yeah, there's twenty minute stretching routine that has to be done every day now and I for anyone that knows, I stretch and I hate it. I think yeah. it's just the most, like, I want to go home after the stretch. Like, it's just, I hate it. But I have to do the stretching now for 20 minutes every day. And it's just, yeah, it is maintenance and it's trying to maintain. And I've, something that I, I used to only ever get a rub. I used to wait till I was injured to get a rub nearly. As opposed to now I'm trying to get one once every two weeks at least. Like, you know, so just to try and keep the body somewhere. Yeah. it's getting old so I have to try and maintain it in some shape or form
1: yeah but like you're, you're a great role model Basil for all aspects of your but like there'll be, a lot, we...
2: there'll be a lot of people coughing <laughs> when you say <saying laughs> that <don't> <laughs> <it>.
1: <laughs> but like leave it like we could go into your own uh, opinions on health and wellbeing and that type of thing but looking at sport because you've said before like that there's no secrets to success uh you know like it's just hard work and all and it's very easy to say that and like for that quote to be read, read in the newspaper but it doesn't really reflect that like really there are no secrets yes but there's a lot to be said for what you do which is discipline hard work and you put the effort in mm.
2: It uh, there is look and it does come down to and. Um, uh, like yourselves i know from hurling and football and stuff like that. you you get over what you put in but last week to re, to just backtrack a bit i i actually similar to the post that you're saying i was putting up i was sort of putting up posts training had flatlined a little bit for me during the COVID. i'd done 12 weeks where i was a superstar and then i started feeling eagle and you no, know, i just was there's no fight coming i've no fight that my head was fried and i was just like ah, i'm sick of this like a packet in nearly at this stage my head was fried and i put a post up the day before um i don't know another slow 5k or something like that put up and i got a message of someone i won't mention his name but a friend not not that long a friend that you know he tore for want of a better word he tore the arsehole completely off me in the message and and gave me a massive reality check like ripped me apart so there's 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 pros and cons to social media but what he actually done is he completely ignited the fire again do you know what i mean because you sort of forget that people are looking at your posts and maybe are taking something from it and he had seen a plateau Right. in my training yeah. like sort of yeah. thing and had seen me saying having a drive to get something to then just going through the motions against them. something but th- he opened me up now and we're friends like but we wouldn't have been long time friends or anything like that but he, he gave me a massive kick and it was the best thing that ever happened to be honest with you yeah, very grateful to him he, he sent a message sent an apology straight after yeah. the message because he and he said, and he lives in Galway, but he was he was clear enough to say, listen, I probably wouldn't be saying this if I was standing right beside you, but but he did uh, he I'd say he didn't realize how much it actually happened. Like it's fairly well publicized. I suffer a little bit in between the ears, but I just had completely flat flatlined, like and plateaued, and I was just. Johnson, you know, then like you're looking down the tunnel and you can't see the light. But, and that was the way COVID sort of had hit a lot of sports people. It's, it's the same with yourselves a hurling in football. So you know, I just, it was bleak, like, but he... he yeah,
0: he you took that in the perfect way, though, I think, that message. A lot of lads could just go, up, oh, you know, fuck this lad. Yeah, you know, block. Block. yeah, block. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's wrong, yeah. whatever. He's okay, wrong, yeah, I'm right. Yeah. It's like, you know, maybe, maybe he has a point, like, he wouldn't say this for no reason. Yeah, you, know, not, yeah. you know, he's not a bad fella.
2: So. No, no, he's sound out a gentleman, really nice fella, um... Me, he did open my eyes to it. Like it was a, it was a tough. It wasn't a nice, message street. Like, and but doesn't
1: he, that sum up what your exper- What what it must have been like in the lockdown? Like, you know, no, there's nothing else to do, so you're going no. to work, and then you're you're just going through the motions for. for it got a long-
2: it got to a point of just going through the motions, mm. and that's. I think that's what he sort of Had noticed. And yeah. He He works a little bit in physiotherapy and stuff like that as well, and so I'd say. He had known about the back injury, he had known about the calf injury and he was, he would given advice in relation to trying to sort the things out but I'd say he just started to say, "Look, like, this lad is only going through the motions like, am I wasting my time messaging and my and you know that was... Yeah,
1: but there's a difference in your environment, like, because you're probably used to going into work, trying to get time off work to get for training and, you know, you're constantly on the go yeah. and then when you're taken from that environment, well, then how do you apply yourself on your own and then I suppose then you had the malays and they saved it all and now you know (laughs) (laughs)
2: like I'm very 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 fond of them the two lads they're they're class X. and I found I'm very lucky Hagler has come back on board with me anyone that knows Gory Boxing Club will know Hagler he's for this last little chapter i, I think I, i've commented on bit before i'm 36 now and i'm heading into the last chapter of boxing i'd imagine and we, it could be a long chapter it could be a short chapter we haven't decided yet but Hagler's going to come back in on board and he's going to help me out because with the new work shifts and my need back to work i can't get to dublin as much as i was so Pascal can't train me every day. So Pascal mm-hmm. has I've spoke to Pascal about it today actually and I said that he's my oldest coach, like Heidler, he's a great friend. I look at him as a father figure. Yeah. And he's he said he'll come on board just to do bag work and stuff like that with me. But I was in the boxing club for ten weeks solid doing bag work on my own. A couple of days I had Connor Mack with me. Couple of days you had Ke well, I never had the lads, so I had the Malays up in the J A pitch running with me. But maybe it's a, a male thing or a sports person thing. If you have someone there with you, it lifts your performance five or ten percent. The macho part of it maybe or some or ego part of it. But when I was training on my own, I got to he sent me that message, that Chapman Galway sent me that message on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. That Thursday I went to the boxing club. I'd done three rounds of skipping and three rounds of bike I, I have to do 12 rounds a bag. And I just took the gloves off and threw him in the bag and said, oh, this you know, I can't be here and now my head is gone. So, he probably, he feared what he'd sent, but he saved me. Like And then, the Malloys didn't realise it, but, I was trying to help them. Yeah. But they were helping me in return and Connor the same. Connor is a fantastic boxer and all-Ireland champion as well. He's gifted at. But, the company of having someone is there and it raises your performance as well. Like just, there's no point in being a superstar and no one looking at you like you know what yeah, I mean? So
1: But you're going back to your roots. Like even the fact that you're going back training with Hagler, it just yeah. it says it all, doesn't it? Like
2: Well, if the plan the plan today actually I had a meeting, I, I was due should have a meeting at six o'clock with a promoter from uh, from Waterford. He's coming up. He was he's hoping to run a show in Waterford, but COVID has been hard on promoters in ireland especially well yeah. ireland boxing is nearly a non-entity because of other other situations but um this promoter from Waterford was looking to run a show he won't ram one in WIT last year i think WIT. so he's trying to do one again this year and he contacted me about call headline on the event i haven't boxed here since 2016 and it'd be lovely to let the young lad see me. Do you know, it's a dream to have the little lad in the ring with me yeah. before I pack it in and I'd hope to be awake for that as well, you <laughs> know. But and hopefully that's the plan, you know, but, um so he was contacting me and he was asking was there any sub venues in Wexford so look, come here. I am a home bird, like if if I could get it into Naven or Gory Rangers mm-hmm. or the rugby club, or even where they have the town show, or somewhere like One that. What of the even. Not because because of COVID, um, oh, right. there's not going to be. I don't see any point during 2019 or twenty the twenty twenty that there'll be any more than five hundred people allowed in any venue, mm-hmm. unless it's an outdoor venue. And for the unfortunate thing for an event like that, is for that man to cover any costs. He would have to get at least a thousand people to it. Like so. Mm, yeah. But sh- look, if it, if it works out now, today, we didn't go looking at venues for other reasons, but it, yeah, it's something that's it, it's exciting. It's nice and it's something that, like you were saying, back to home roots and if it was to be me drifting off into the sunset, joke, it'd be lovely to turn around and hagler to be in my corner and yeah, we pack you you know that that'd be important to so me. People be it.
1: dying for that as well to get out and see that as well. I, yeah. I think yeah. Like just to bring it back, uh, what year did you turn professional?
2: Two
1: thousand and fifteen. What was it like at the time?
2: People thought I was mad. There was a lot of jeering in the town, and it was great I had an, i i, had a, I had a good amateur career, but not a massively successful one. I was massively success, successful at drinking, so <laughs> that hindered that hindered my boxing massively, like um was only it was i took my last two years as an amateur very serious trained very hard with haigler and darren o'toole and aiden down the boxing club myself and nyle murray put massive effort into 2000 and 2013 14 and 15 we trained properly then in 15 i unfortunately another injury um hampered me i was supposed to go away with the irish team it was my first time ever really getting in onto the Irish high performance setup and I was going away to the G B tournament and my last spar was actually against Joe Ward and I broke my thumb, So I was out of that. My grandfather passed away that weekend and I yeah, saw so it wouldn't have mattered, I wouldn't have been gone, but um so that put me out of that and I remember after the funeral myself and Eve had booked the weekend away in Prague. And we are in Prague and I was I take defeats and I take injuries sorta of hard. Like she said, "What's wrong with you?" And I said to her, oh, "I don't, I don't think I can do this boxing like anymore. Like it's taking too much out of me emotionally." Like, and she said to me, "Sure, pack it in, sure, and go back playing in or her her football. Go and do something else." Like you would know, your father would know that team sports are probably not the best thing for me. So I said, them. Um, oh look I'm going to send one message to Pascal because I'd been up sparring with Pascal Collins' lads a bit so I sent Paki a message and I said listen Paki, um, if you're interested in taking me on brilliant and if you're not that's great, grand as well there's no obligation to do it and he wrote back to me within the half an hour we were in Prague I didn't get it till that evening and he wrote back to me I came back and I had two messages off and we said i'd love to have you on board uh, it'd be brilliant to have you on board i'd look forward to training to you training you but i'm not going to lie to you i was 30 at the time i'm not going to lie to you he said and um, we'll have to see if there's a market for you so that was grand and the second message then was i like just been in touch with ken casey from murphy's box and the dropkick murphy's and he wants you to forward on videos of your amateur fights, but I think he's on board. And within the day, then we had started to signed up the Murphy's boxing thing. and it was grand. It was lucky. Like, you were
1: still in Prague, were
2: you? Still in Prague. Yeah, we <laughs> celebrated that night. She was yeah. happier. I smiled that night. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was. Yeah. It was. Act mere, everything is luck. Life is luck. Like you know, you have to. Things have to fall right for you as well. Like, so.
1: It looks, but it, it, it's luck. But it takes a bit of standing up and. Shoulders back and going for it as well, like, yeah, having
2: the going pro, going pro. Listen, and I'm not going to mention people's names, but there was a lot of friends of mine. Um, a lot of friends of mine said he's wasting his time, like, what's that age of that turning pro? They're still saying that, Mm. but I hope to say that till the day I retire because it drives that little bit of fire in your belly as well, like, you know. Mm. Mere I seen something uh, You might have seen it on Twitter yesterday. Um, the Sheffield United manager, did you see it? Mm. Chris Wilder, isn't it? I think that's his name. But he made a reference that he loves to go. He loves going to the pub after matches. And a um, man said to your local, like he says, yeah, I love going in, sitting under the telly where match of the day is on, and listening to the lads in the pub talking. I, uh, I was there listening to him and he turned around and he said i love listening to him talking about if i hadn't got injured i'd have done that and if i hadn't if that hadn't happened i'd have done that if i hadn't been knocked back by them i'd have done that and all these people putting down jemmy vardy and stuff jemmy vardy was knocked back at every shot in the hall like you know went to conference went to semi-pro i think at one point broke legs broke ankles broke everything there he is now he's England's number one striker like you know so I just that's my opinion on it like I I'll get to I'll get to a point where it'll be I've reached my level I still don't think I have reached it at the moment and shutting people up is a lovely thing as well when yeah. you can do it <laughs>
0: yeah. failures probably teach you a lot as well like yeah you know. that's
2: the thing and, and that loss like I said yeah, hasn't affected me because of fact i know why it happened do you know if it was a if i would if that man was better than me it'd have been it probably would have been a lot tougher pill to take but i know why I, I lost the fight like you know it was simple enough and and it's hopefully fixed and hope it, it's a fixable issue if i could get that rematch it'd be fantastic but that's just not the way boxing works at times unfortunately
0: what was it like training with john cavendon up in spg
2: cha this this one saying things fall like and i've ended up actually fairly friendly with john Kavanagh and he's a complete gentleman like we we text a good bit and his his partner is actually due very shortly as well um arla but they're they're good people like i went to a <laughs> went to the job him concert last year we to a good crack and yeah, he's he's john sound out no? you you could not meet a straighter man like he's it was good laughter,
1: and again the chance of sparring with Joshua.
2: Yeah, I want to say everyone is nice. I'm ask as yeah. but Joshua is one of the biggest chance you'll ever meet in your yeah. life. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I. I say you, it it's hard enough. Yeah, or is be, only was it light sparring now or did it just no? No, it was, it was
2: he- the first day. Was the first day was very heavy. It's a thing like what I said mm-hmm. about earlier. We're training with someone. It's the macho thing. So your first day in sparring everyone tries to impose themselves so the first day i thought went for you and but i got there and i was talking to rob mccracken and his trainer like and i said to him uh, i was nervous like i was you know i I was very nervous about sparring and then i said to rob uh, i'll jump in there first and he says no he said uh, i want you to do from round 6 to 12 like I was there, I don't know, look, at, I, I gave him first because I didn't want him to warm up. I didn't <laughs> want him to be warm and me to be get, getting in, fecking, not cold, but mm. when he was sharp after sparring the other man. Mm. So him and another heavyweight, top class heavyweight, top 15 heavyweight, sparred, done very little. Rob McCracken turned around to me and he said, "That uh, this is one of the reasons we got you over here because... These two have sparred that many rounds together. They're actually just sparring, they're not going for it. Like he said, I really want you to go for it. So I was outside the ring looking at this absolute monumental beast, like, right? And I was there thinking, John, I said, Fuck it, sure. If I get knocked out by the best in the world, who cares? Like So I literally went there I'm like a dog, like an absolute dog. And the spar went really well and that was the monday and then his last spar was the friday so they flew me back and forth because mj was still in hospital i think and um Connor mack came down to the second spar actually yeah he'd done the corner for me the second day but Connor would probably answered that question that that spar was that spar was a lot more competitive than it probably should have been like you know it was a good spar it was enjoyable and what what a gentleman what a gentleman yeah i i shouldn't say this about him but he he has a child right he's a young lad and uh i had just had mj yeah or neve had i uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, i brought over a baby grow, like a, a team boom boom baby grow, right and yeah. um, he signed the back of me and wrote a lovely message on it for mj we have a friend the home and a lovely message from and then um, you know, the way in general chit chat, you're sitting on the side of the ring after betting the head off each other as you are. He was heading off and he was signing for me, and I just said to him, eh, you have a young lad yourself now. And he says, Yeah, yeah. And I said to him, And he goes, Yourself? And I said, Yeah, just born. I said, He's in her, That's the awkward. And he goes, oh, right, and I said, Are you married? And I said, I am. He goes, Right, Grand. And I says, And yourself? I said, I know you're not married, but have you a woman And the go? And he laughed and he just goes me. He says, Oh, shoot, but why would I have a woman at the moment? I just looked down and I thought, You are my hero now. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it, it was the most honest man's answer of all time. Like, but a, a really genuine, nice, nice man, and, and yeah. his team are really good people, is it?
1: Yeah, but you do your own form of honesty, I think, as well. Bassett, you know, like you are.
2: Well, like, I hope I don't meet him for telling that story, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a different form of honesty. <laughs>
1: but like everything what you do and what you say is actually what you do like that's I try then yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of even in your effort like you were up at half five this morning here you are fulfilling a a commitment just because you know you you like us you want to do you know there's a lot to be said for that type of I don't remember saying I like you shut
2: up (laughs) shut up (laughs)
0: Hello and welcome to Paper Tuesday's Fight Night here in the Mary Ward. I'm your host, Marek Halpin, and graciously here joining us this evening is Gory's very own professional boxer, Niall Boom Boom Basil Kennedy. Welcome, Niall.
2: Thanks a million. <laughs> the, the nerves have just landed here on this one.
0: <laughs> right, so we have a hectic card now this evening. We're going to run through it now. Niall, I just like your predictions on how you think these fights are going to go. Right. So uh, first up we have myself or Michael who
2: do you reckon will win I have to go Michael is a gory <laughs> thing so, yeah. and he, ha- he has the range on you if, <laughs> <laughs> he keep, if he keeps it if he keeps it long he's a great chance I um, don't know the mark is strong looking isn't he he's not too bad is that? The, I'm the T-Rex <laughs> <in>
0: the <league. laughs> right next then is we have Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali fighting next who do you reckon would we'll
2: win that one Ali you reckon yeah, yeah. Can't, you can knock out what you can't hit um, hmm. and he did not. It was to his detriment, but he didn't believe in Sheen and so.
0: Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Uh, next, after that, then, we have Mick McGovern or Phil McGovern? Mick. Mick?
2: Yeah. All right. Preference, now, preference. preference. That's my preference, maybe, mm-hmm. as opposed to how it goes. But. <laughs> Your money
0: would be on me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mickey Shields? Well,
2: oh, actually, back what? up to that. Philip right. like McGovern won got back in another in semi-final. Philip like boxed. To a fairly decent level As a chap Yeah Has yeah. boxed fairly Consistently since But he, <laughs> he, he Yeah He boxed to a fairly High standard Yeah Very good at
0: you So The heart says Mick But the wallet says Phil
2: No no I stick with Mick He's Still stick? yeah still Mick is still training He's still in the gym Tipping away the whole thing yeah.
0: Fair play uh, Next in is Mickey Shields Or an actual shield
2: no, <laughs> Only one winner there <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Mickey Shields All day Every day <laughs> I have a good story On Mickey Shields I'll tell you actually. Go on yeah. We One of the reasons I gave up Team sports Was I a little bit Of a loose temper Right And uh, No no You're a bit You're a bit young To remember yeah? But um, Mickey was Maybe caused a lot of that, I don't know, but <laughs> he he definitely he definitely helped it anyhow. You know, but I remember being down in um we played Shamrocks up on literally on the hill that day. And a horrendous row broke out. I remember turning around. Me and Mickey were in the Shamrock stress mode. And the Gory lads had actually shot our dressing room to stop the Shamrocks lads coming in, but me and Mickey were still flaking away in the Shamrocks dressing room, like, <laughs> So I like that man is probably up there. <laughs> up there with the hardest man I know. Like, what a man. Like he's I am gonna have to
1: ask how did you get end up in the Shamrocks? Or was it like hard luck lads, you lost but you yeah, know what well, you are so and so and you are,
2: like how? I think Mickey probably I, I, I could have got dragged in or right, failing okay. or something right, but right, right. Right, maybe right. shaking hands in she there, I don't know. A and, yeah. a yeah. yeah. <laughs> Asleep or something like that had happened, but and Mickey Mickey I mo- I would imagine came in to take me out, but we ended up in there for a while anyway, but it was a bit of crack, but what a man like if you were ever to go to battle with a man. Like I don't know what age Mickey is, I'd say he's fifty odd maybe would we'll say but what a man, like what an animal of a man. Isn't
0: that so, a great memory though?
2: I have more But we'll leave yeah. that one yeah. <laughs> again.
0: Our next fight then After that Is Conor McGregor And Conor McDonald. The two okay. Conor Macs
2: Yeah Bots <laughs> out pause As well Um. How Yeah Conor Mac Heart says con- No Conor McGregor I suppose <laughs> yeah. He's He's a good friend of mine He's going to be very thick now Conor Mac over there yeah, he is.
0: <laughs> Come back on. Uh, after that, then we have Gavin Stamp or Postage Stamp.
2: Postage Stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Two sticky competitors.
0: Uh, then we—I don't know. Basil probably haven't heard this story even now, but Virgil Conroy fought a crow a few weeks back. Oh yeah. So we're gonna see. There's gonna be a rematch now between the crow and Virgil. So it's a grudge match as well. <laughs> so what do you think Virgil has it in him this time? He lost the last one.
2: I know the Conroys have tempers. So if he lost <laughs> the first one, he might—he—he might have. He, he Put more effort into training for this, man. I see weights flashed around the place as well, so I believe he's in camp. In camp yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: this is only actually announced, so this fight is actually out the window. That it's actually been one on a technicality that coronavirus has already beaten Frenches in reopening. I they were, they were going to go <laughs> yeah. out at all, but unfortunately, not. Uh, then, after that fight, we have Oasis or Blur. Oasis then. <laughs> uh, then we have Chocolate mousse Or a real mousse
2: <laughs> This is getting strange <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I'll say a real mousse I think
0: Then The main event of the evening Is Paper Tuesdays Or all the other podcasts
2: Your is Paper Tuesdays <laughs> yes. right
0: Whoop That's what We've won We've <laughs> won the, We won the Mary Ward <laughs> <laughs> We won the Mary Ward The Mary Ward Invitational We'll call it <laughs>
1: Mark you have a riddle for us as
2: well oh a riddle for us <laughs> right
0: so this is something I came up with we was meant to go on the show last week but I personally well Paper Tuesdays are going to give out 25 euro to anyone who can solve this riddle oh right right and the riddle goes we're behind the moment with me and you in it behind the moment with me and you in it
1: okay so please get in touch if at you, Paper Tuesdays on Insta if you solve Ooh. that yeah thank you right what have we learned today we haven't learned the answer to that riddle yet but what have we learned
0: today Mark we've learned that no one answers the phone to flood Correct. What have you learned, Basil? Yeah,
2: that flood chap has an awful time. God love him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I've learned that uh, I need to get trained for the very war. <laughs> Basil, it's been great to have you. No problem at all. Thanks nice a I, I know deep down in my heart, anyway, and I'm sure you're the same, Mark. That you're only set for greater things. Mm.
2: Hopefully, hopefully, we've, uh, hope, please God, in the next two weeks we'll have a, a big announcement and and the loss might work in, in my favor that they're looking at me as an easy touch so please god this this next announcement will be a bit of crack can you? yeah
1: and she will meet you after the ri- in the ring paper chooses will
2: have Perfect. a chance <laughs> yeah, we'll meet you in the merry yeah.
1: it's <laughs> important to say as well about like this it's a sad enough time for gory at the moment because uh with the Sad loss of Deirdre Redmond. Um, it's a sad loss for a, a good gory family. Uh, you can't really put words into the what they've been through over the last time, isn't that it?
2: Yeah, and to be honest, which even even the mention of Deirdre's name has given me goosebumps. Um, a fantastic family. Her husband, her sons, her daughter, great people, and the Brown family, as well. You'd know Michael absolutely ingredients in, in Nevena and I've grow, grown up with these people and it's a massive loss for Gory. it's a massive loss for Nevena um, but more importantly it's a massive loss for that family and I just want to offer my sincere heartfelt condolences Um and just maybe to say as well that if there, there's going to be a lot of people in the town struggling over this news there were these people are very popular a very popular family and if there is anyone struggling there is help out there there's talk to tom and um, for any of the younger people there's headspace gory.ie pa house samaritans whoever it is you need to talk to myself you can reach out to myself on instagram or but just this is a hard time and um, it'll hit all aspects of the, you know, the young and old and um, a great family and I just want to say to the Redmonds and the Browns that my heartfelt condolences. I'm thinking of you all and and very sorry about your loss.
1: And that message again get is just so important to say that there's help out there. You know, every, every, there's someone willing to listen to everyone.
2: There is someone willing to listen and look, just don't be afraid to pick up the phone and don't be afraid to look for that little bit of help. Um. It's a very hard thing to talk about and it's very fresh but God rest dear John and, and please God the family, they're going to have a tough little period now but um, they have a great, very strong family and uh, strong friends and family around them so please God they all pull through and, and we're thinking of them all and, and in our prayers and thoughts.